is a Bramble Jam podcast. I really shot the gun. Yeah. Hi, I'm Brad, nope. and I love a Hallmark summer movie. Yeah, boy, hey, part two. It's Panda, and I like Hallmark summer movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark summer movies, and this is the Deck the Hallmark podcast. Podcast. Dang it. Gotcha. podcast. Gotcha. He's so fast on that gun. He's quick on the draw. I think that's the word I was looking for. Quick on the Hello, everybody. Hey, if you're listening out there right now and right. you pull for the Melbourne Aussie Rules football team, have I got some news for you. Kick rocks, baby, because the Western Bulldogs show you what was up. Go doggies. Go doggies. And then they played again three days ago. Adelaide. They beat Adelaide, of course. Oh, of course I mean, they did. Adelaide. Why even show up? <laughs> Get out of here, Adelaide. Adelaide. The Bulldogs are here to stay. They're going all the way this year. Grand final. You heard it here first. The Bont's taking them all the way to championship. And this bill. is despite the fact that Brand, as part owner, really was pushing. I wasn't pushing. I was fielding Me, calls. Brand and I, watched, I was fielding calls. Brand and I watched some more Aussie Rules football and some highlights of the Melbourne game. And uh, the Bont really is the best player on the. Like, He's clearly the best player on the field. It's not even close. The idea of trading him, I think even you would admit now, is absurd. Correct? It, it's a bad idea to trade the bond. I just think that we're building. For if the we're future, building though. for the future, we need to we, we need to we trade. We will high. be the Texas Rangers you, you of need, the, the thing Aussie about football. Aussie you sell high. Is you don't like it, there's so many people on the field at once. You can, if you have someone that, that that's that much better. You don't build for the future without that guy. But Kendall Johnson... Dude, Kendall Johnson was solid. Is looking really good. And I think yeah. we could get Kendall plus three mains. Three mains. Yeah. Mm. In exchange for wow. the bomb. Whatever the case right now, three don't, mains. don't mess with the with the doggies because Tom, Tom Happy. they're rolling right You don't now. mess with Tom oh, you Happy. Don't mess with you Tom don't mess Happy. with Tom Happy. There's no doubt about that. Guys, we're talking about love Welcome for real. Welcome to Aussie Rules football talk with mm. the guys. Love for real is what we're talking about. Good, uh, good, good. How's it feel, guys? Back in summer nights. Man. Oh, and, feeling and fresh. And it's nice because after the cold air that was Christmas, I'm ready for a little bit of beach love. Speaking of cold You're ready air. For a bit of beach love? I said what I said. Yeah, it makes, what? It does make me weird yeah. feeling. Um, speaking of cold air. Might be in the high 70s tomorrow here. In what? what? Yeah. Man, that's crazy town. Yeah. You, it's going to feel, I'm uh, going to need a cardigan. I'm, I'm not going to, one of the cardigans from When Calls the Heart. Mm. Oh, Dude. man. You have one? Uh, I have a cardigan or two. One of the cardigans, the band? Love me, love me. That's a band? Yeah, the cardigans. Say that you love me. Nope. Fool no, me, I know the song. Me. Yeah. Go no, no, on and fool me. I didn't know that it was to Cardigans. I didn't Cardigans. know that that was yeah. the name. Huh. That's what I'm here for, man. Um, yes, so that's really exciting. Uh, guys, I, I got this email from uh, Shandy. Okay. Like the beer, like a Shandy, like a summer Shandy? I, I, I don't know. You don't know? You're just reading. Hold on. Shandy at doubledeckersarethebest.com. Really? Oh, wow. We should check out that is website. Is it double deckers R is in the letter R or the full word? Full word. Full word. Okay. Um, so here's what we got. Um, hey, guys. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I watched some Aussie Rules football because of you guys. Thanks so much for that. Blah, 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 blah. Like the Shandy. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, I was wondering how your weekend was. Sincerely, Shandy. <laughs> That's Shandy asking, not me. 
I guys, mean, I how don't was even your know why that was such a long way to go for the weekend question. How was your week? I'm not asking it though. Shandy, Shandy is, is at double deckers are the best. Shandy, time. you along with Melbourne can also go kick rocks. I will not tell you how my weekend is or was. My weekend was was fine. It was it was good. It was a good weekend. <laughs> you. Uh, you know what? I think this is the right time to talk about this. Yeah. You found a cat. You found a cat. I found and so a cat. I think that's right. It, um, and you have gone you to, haven't. You've gone to great lengths to see if to anybody keep that cat. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, cat. hold on. You let's, have not tried to find its owner. Let's give. You him. have done some voyeurism and trying to see if anyone's looking for the cat. Which but is you have posted nothing. Correct. In I, trying I, to I help just want to, in, in Pana's defense. If I had lost something, I would post. All right, but if you had but lost something, wouldn't you hope? I, I would hope. And so that's why, I, you know, our yeah. podcast reaches a lot of people. That's right. Sure, sure, So sure. I would love for to give you this opportunity to throw it out into the world. Sure, right. absolutely. So that tonight yeah. when you absolutely. go to bed at yeah. night, you can feel good knowing that you did everything you I, could. I've been feeling good up uh, this entire time. I will continue to feel good. And if I you're think missing you a, a cat... Uh, I'm not going to tell you the color. Not going to tell you uh, the style of the Here's cat. Here's what you need to know. If you know that there's Panda, a cat missing. Panda has stolen your hat. Your, your hat and your cat. <laughs> also, cat we weren't going to bring up the hat today, <laughs> Dan. Gonna, I'm sorry. I'm we were going to bring that up. guess what color hat you're missing, too. Right. I don't want just, it's like guessing how much money's in the wallet. You that's just right. don't turn you it over. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're really looking for this owner for sure. <laughs> yeah. So Hopefully, if you have lost, want to keep if cat. you have lost a cat, it is now panda. You can email panda at deckthehallmark.com. It's living inside. And it is having a being wonderful fed life. That's right. everything. And is my daughter loves it. Uh, it's been great. <laughs> and it would uh, crush her soul. It would crush her soul to give it back to you. Never mind that it's yours. <laughs> it was what's important here. What does your daughter it. think about the hat, though? Uh, I'm keeping that hat. Yeah. The hat is awesome. a no. Yeah, I've seen the hat. It's a Western Bulldogs hat. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, just, so, I can't give it back. Yeah. It's weird that you somebody would think lost that it. That would have narrowed it down just sufficiently enough. I mean, to Cat be in with Was, it, dress, was yeah. it your hat? Uh, it, well, Did it look no. like this? It wasn't no, my it was hat. A it, it was a tiny little tiny little cat hat. I don't know what It was a cat hat? Yeah. Yeah. Did it come with the cat? Yes. So the cat. Is a Western Bulldog. Is a Western yeah. Bulldog. I take it back. If this was your, this was meant for Panda. <laughs> yeah, I, he's I, part I owner. I felt like it was mine of um, the Western Bulldogs. Cat also has an Australian accent. It's crazy. <laughs> it's weird. It's so wild. Uh, yeah. it, 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 it meows in an Australian. That's exactly right. Oh, Bobby. 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 <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, if you lost a kitten in Traveler's Rest, it's gone forever. <laughs> That's a <laughs> hey, my baby, meow. Yeah. If people thought your Australian accent was bad, that's as the a human, that's the cat. I know. I know. Just say it. You guys ready to talk about this? Let's yeah. do it. Love for real. Originally aired as a part of Christmas in July on July thirty first. <laughs> it's a. You put I it. Don't. You twist it. Um, it. Uh, on July thirty first. Twist it. 2021 watch it. it and it went a little something like this emily and luke work on a dating show called heart choices is that supposed to be a play on hard, hard choices, choices? Yeah. and then there's the king of hearts you know that goes without saying of course and they have a new season coming on uh, and the star is corbin blue from high school musical of course it's got to get his head in the gate 
And uh, it's off to a rocky start because the first girl that he gives a heart to, she runs away. We then meet Bree, who is a Heart Choices mega fan, is a part of a fantasy league. Does that exist? Do yes. fantasy mm-hmm. leagues exist yes. for, like, for the, the bachelor, bachelor and stuff? Yes, they yes. do. What yeah. does that mean? You draft I, them? I think you draft the contestants after you see them all. I've never yeah. – I, I, I think – I watched The Bachelor once, like when it first came out 20 years ago. I've not seen it since. Okay. Dan says that, but him and I have had a Love is Blind league for a long time. Guys, can I throw this out? And I think we both know. What if we did a Bachelor rewatch podcast instead of When Calls the Heart? Yes. Yes. That's a good trade, right? I'm in. That's a good trade. I would do that in a heartbeat. We have to call it something else because actually there are people out there that do Bachelor rewatch podcasts. We'd like to like get in with that group. So we, we don't want to need to start. Well, could we still post it and deck the homework and also I mean, we as it's both in, I think. We wouldn't get all the numbers we like in one spot. What a, yeah, but you just combine them. You Simple combine. math. Yeah. Combine. That's right. Simple math. Let us know. Bachelor Rewatch. I'd be down for that. I've been meaning it seems to. Seems like less work, in all honesty. Uh, anywho, um, Bree is a mega fan, has the Fantasy League. She has her best friend, Haley. They've been friends forever. She's an aspiring fashion designer. And not a Heart Choices fan. Haley goes to pitch an investor her designs. That investor passes on giving her money, I believe, is what that meeting was about. And Haley is distraught. She comes back home and Bree is like, I'm bummed for you, but I've got good news. They are doing mid-season auditions to replace the girl that ran away, I guess, for Heart Choices. And it's here in our town. So they go, um, she's just going as moral support for Brie, but they both go, and Luke is there for casting, meets Haley, and ends up offering both Brie and Haley a spot on the show. Haley agrees, but only because she wants to showcase her dresses on the show for free publicity. So they agree, and Haley's plan is to show up, show off the dress, and get kicked off as quickly as possible. Um, Luke hears this on a hidden camera and tells her, guess what? No more gowns. So she pivots and she starts making her gowns into more casual wear. She ends up talking to Luke more and more through interviews and getting stranded on an island and all this stuff. And they end up really, really liking each other. And so she kind of wants to stick around in the show so that she can keep hanging out with him. And he feels the same exact way. Bree, what's going on, pal? Nothing. We're good. You go. Just keep doing your thing. Are you just doing a hokey pokey over there? My my shoulder was like cramping up a little bit. Uh Oh, you need me to need me to work it for you. This is a tough job. Give give him a give him a massage while I do the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could. Uh, And so, uh, Bree, this is (laughs) so. Bree, on the other hand, is actually uh, her whole. Her whole plan this whole time was to go far enough to become runner-up so that she can be the main girl next year for the next season of Heart. Uh, Heart, 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 whatever. Heart Heart Choices. Just because we're doing a massage over here doesn't mean we're not listening. Absolutely. No, I know. Read a book. And uh, I wasn't wasn't at all uh, saying anything. Next season of Heart? Heart Choices. Like the band? Yes. Uh, No, I don't like it. Stop it. I don't like it. I don't like it. (laughs) Brain doesn't like getting massaged. This no. is fun. Um, so stop. <laughs> Guys, I've got stuff to do. Stop. Hey, buddy. There's a big hey, TV behind you, but I will throw it. I will throw it. You into it. That's wild. You 
really don't, huh? Does it like it massaged? I don't like being touched. It's a weird mm, man. man. So Brie, uh, play, her whole plan is to be the next person in the next season. And so um, she is uh, ending up falling in love with Corbin Blue. And what happened now? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so she's falling in love with Corbin Blue this whole time, and uh, and everything is <laughs> everything is wonderful. <laughs> everything is wonderful. He, she's falling in love. They're kissing in the sprinklers. It's great. Breath. Um, Maybe I should get some cardio. <laughs> so it's down to Bree Haley and the villain girl of the season. I saw and, Bree Haley and the villain girl live. <laughs> so good. Super good. Oh. And uh, when the crew shows Corbin Blue a hidden clip of Bree saying her plan from the beginning of uh, at the uh, audition process, he tells Bree, hey, Go kick rocks. <laughs> Haley isn't having that at all. Puts together a whole plan to help him know that Bree is totally into him. He runs off and to find her on a horse, and they kiss by a rainbow. And then it's just Haley and Luke sitting by themselves. They end up kissing. They're going to be together. And that, my friends, was Love for Real. We did it. And that was tough, guys. Easy for us that to was, say. That was tough. Some agua. Uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll we break this massage real quick. We'll break this movie mm. down here in October. I was uh, in New York a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I came across um, Tammy Phyla. Tammy Phyla. Tammy Phyla was doing a show on the corner of 51st. Is it her usual 15 that she does? Yes, 51st. Man, it's the best 15 you'll see. Man, it's such a good 15. And she was doing a a comedy bit, just crushing it, just one joke after another. And this guy... Who had um, who had a dream about a TV service <laughs> came up to her and said, "Hey, I've got an idea for you based off of something you said in your routine, which was my TVs keep exploding." <laughs> you mean frying? Frying. Yeah. And yeah. they talked. They came together and <laughs> outbirthed Philo. Thank God. Thank God. And uh, here we are today talking about Philo, and it's better than ever. So many channels. Uh, so what a deal money. it is. And really, if you if you're like me and you turn on the TV and you know you're just you're you're going from one app to another, you're not sure what to watch. Dear God, please don't let it fry my TV. Exactly right. Uh, the one thing that I can guarantee you is that there is something for you. That's right. With Philo, Philo's for everyone. And here's the deal: Philo's giving our listeners twenty five percent off two months. Still, if you haven't taken us up on the offer, you can still get that. Uh, Philo.tv slash DTH. That's Philo.tv slash DTA to get twenty five percent off two months today. And thank God for Tammy Philo. Everybody, you know, how are we? Sometimes you start one. You know what I mean. Sometimes you start to go down a road. And we know where it has to end. I've been there. And we realize there's just too there's much. There's not a bridge. The runway from- is, is too long and no one's on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but we've all been there. We, you've been there with the I've double never, decker. No, I've never been you've there. You've been on there the all team. the time. Every other week with the double decker. And we've all been there. Okay. <laughs> and, and we've, all, we've all been there. You're saying that was the case and with Tammy Philo? And I'm saying Philo? with that Philo ad, when you started with meeting Tammy Philo doing 15 <laughs> minutes on the corner of 
51st. Yeah, 51st. 51st and 8th, I And believe. then you realize it's supposed to be a 60-second ad, and we, you, it just, it was, <laughs> there was no way I could help you aside from to watch, to look on. Yeah, that's fair. I feel I felt that feeling though, and yeah. it is it is it's lonely. In the pit of your it is lonely. Like, oh, the no. island is lonely, yeah. and you sit there and you start paddling. Yeah, I and made you a go, bit, oh, I made a bit no. sandwich, but it's just too big a sandwich. <laughs> I felt like I uh, I felt like I <laughs> this bit sandwich is gigantic. It's so bad. And it's no. like you with the cookies. Like you know what? But he, yeah. you're like, oh no. <laughs> I'm not going to get to 55. Here's the good news, though, is that the sandwich might look disgusting, but it's a delicious BLT once you get into it. Yeah, once you get in there. It, by it's the end of it, though. it was delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but it looks ugly. But it was massive. It was, it was just massive. a lot. It was a real ancient big. Greece situation. There was a lot of sandwich still on that boat. Hey, guys, yeah. let's talk about love for real. Love, comma, for real. <laughs> um, the first movie of five, I believe, mm. for the second edition mm -hmm. of... Summer Nights. Let's go. And um, Summit Nights is off to a roaring Summit start. Summit Nights. Mm. Uh, guys, let's talk about Love for Real. I'm going to start with the hot take. I'm going to start with the um, the reason why we actually call it hot take in uh, the first place isn't because the takes are scolding. It's because this guy kicks it off, and he is a fucker. Thank you. <laughs> uh, kick us off, my friend Panda. I'm pretty sure when I reviewed this for our, or previewed this for our preview show, I Gave it one of my creams early on. Is that correct? No, it's not correct. Well, I should have. first one out of the box. I should have because this yeah. movie deserves it. Uh, I love this movie <laughs> and it was great. Because uh, you tied two of them. You tied I the tied, racer and you tied the pavy. Yeah, and I'm telling you and guys, this one, this one came out of the box. I think I had it as a third, four. Third or fourth, yep. yeah. I think I gave it four snort, snow cones. Snort cones. Snort cones. <laughs> four snow cones. And I tell you what, it is worthy of all four. I should have given it maybe a four and a half. I like this movie a lot. It was goofy. It was ridiculous. The TV show within the TV show made no sense. Uh, it was uh, ridiculous. Uh, but you know what? Loved Corbin Blue in this. Woo! I thought he was Corbin. great. We got to see him uh, shirtless, shirtless a lot, yeah. which like, oh, I've man. been asking for. Oh, man. Um, Not Corbin I'm a in huge general. huge Corbin but... Blue guy over here. Yeah. Totally know who he was before this. Uh, get in the game, man. Get get your head in the game. The the lead uh, male actor. I, I, what's his name? I know Corbin Blue. What's cool? Let Scott Michael that. Foster. Scott yeah. Foster yeah. Michael. Michael. I like him a lot in Crazy Ex Girlfriend. It Scott was good to Foster see him. Foster Michael. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was one of those combination of names. Yeah. Together. There's Scott. There's Foster, a Foster. Michael. Scott. Michael. Michael Scott. Scott Foster. It could be. I think it's Scott Michael Foster. Scott Michael Foster. Yeah. Okay, that sounds right. Yeah. Um. But you know what they did really well in this. Final thing I'll say is that they did really. This is. I, this is one of the first times I think we've seen almost all of the uh, act, there's two couples mm -hmm. and I feel like they were almost given equal time, don't you? Yeah, Bree and uh, we talked about this beforehand. The the poster of this is like Scott Michael Foster and the gang. Yeah, like yes. it is like his movie. It's and the, I don't know if he I, negotiated it ahead of time or he's the biggest name. I, I don't know. I wasn't a part of this conversation even though I was in the room, yeah. uh, but I was thinking earlier. It's the only movie I can remember where the guy is the front yeah. of the poster for Hallmark. But Channel. I would say he might get the least amount of screen time between the four, four leads. Them. Yeah. He gets the I think, least amount. I think Corbin Blue gets the least But he amount. has so many mm -hmm. clips of him with the other girls, girls. Yeah. and stuff. 
I think this, the least amount of screen time is Scott Michael Foster. So, but I think that they do a good job with that many lead characters, essentially. Yeah. Uh, four lead lead characters that they, they do a good job overall balancing it. I, I feel like you don't maybe get quite as much connection between the couples as a result of that. Um, but, you know, overall, I thought... They did a, a pretty good job overall. If I have one critique of anything is um, this, there's not a lot of really sweet moments between uh, Scott Michael Foster and the lead girl, Chloe. I, I can't remember her. Uh, Seven years. Yeah. Huh? Haley's her name in the movie. Haley's her name in the movie. Chloe's her, her, her real name. Chloe Bridges, um, because I thought she might be Nash Bridges' uh, uh, daughter. Oh, uh, I don't know if she is. In real life, Nash Bridges is not a real person. <laughs> Wait, that's Don what? Johnson. Nash Bridges isn't a Nash real person. Nash Bridges, you thought she might be Nash Bridges' daughter. Yes, and Don Johnson <laughs> named her after the fictional character you played. So her name is Chloe Bridges Johnson, and her stage name is Chloe Bridges because of her love for Nash. She loves her dad. That's wild. She loves her dad. I'm done. I got nothing more to add to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the leads, Chloe Bridges, Scott Michael Foster, Corbin Blue, and Tiana Tully. Those are the leads. I, I love Tiana. Even, I even went on her LinkedIn to see if it said, like, in her bio, is the daughter of that person alive. Are you serious? But you could right convince now? me. So you're telling me Nash Bridges is a real... I feel like I've heard that name out and about His before. His name is Don Johnson from Miami Vice. He did a show on CBS called Nash Bridges. Is there a, is there a real life Nash I'm Bridges? I'm Googling if there's a real I'm sure life. someone is named Nash Bridges, yes. <laughs> Who is Nash Bridges? <laughs> um, I'll go. Um, I agree with what you were saying. What I was thinking about with this movie is it's... You know, we get these secondary love stories and oftentimes they just feel like we're not invested. They allowed us to be invested in it. Uh, I was honestly more invested yes. in the Corbin Blue. Um, Tyana uh, Tully. Uh, uh, Tyana uh, Tully. Tyana Tully is her name? Tyana Tully, yes. Why Tyana? do you keep saying it? Because you couldn't think of it. I don't know her real name. I'm talking to look what Bree her character is. Her, Bree. But you said Corbin Blue. That's the actor's That's name. That's all that I mentioned him in the the. <laughs> But you said I cared more about the Corbin Blue. You would assume you'd say the actor. You would think so, but I called him Corbin Blue in the synopsis because uh, okay. that's all he is yeah, to I me is you. Corbin Blue. So you don't know uh, his real name? No. I don't know his name in this wow. thing at all. What's his name in this uh, movie, Corbin Blue? Uh, I got it right here. Uh, Luke. Marco. Oh, that's Scott Marco. Marco. Yeah, Marco's Marco. Marco. Uh, I nope. cared more about that story <laughs> than I did about the Scott Michael Foster and Nash Bridges. Uh, and so, you know, kudos. We finally did it. We had multiple love stories that I cared a lot about both of them. Uh, and I had a lot of fun with this movie. I thought it was a blast. And... I felt like they, you know, I don't know all of the inner workings of these, like, you know, the Bachelor type TV show, but I felt like this was relatively realistic mm. uh, from a behind the scenes standpoint. It felt oh, more real. Yeah, yeah, from a behind the scenes. It felt more like they had more of those details, at least right. Like the way that I would envision it, like the guy doesn't really have all that much say in it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that felt real. Um, and I, and it was funny. It made me laugh multiple times, real laughter. And so, yeah. uh, great start off of uh, Summit Nights. Not my hot take, but a buddy of mine dated a girl that was on The Bachelor years, uh, years ago. And back then, they would con uh, give a contract to each girl based upon a certain number of weeks. So the producer would determine how long they think they would last. 
and they would give them a contract. So some girls were only paid to be there one week. Some were paid to be there six weeks. And if you wanted to stay longer, you had to A, get a rose, and B, want it, right? So, like, that's why you see some girls just get wasted and make a fool of themselves. They're not getting paid anymore. And so that's why they do it. So to go home. You had to get a rose. Yeah, the roses are, are all the guy. He's actually choosing them. But yeah. the girls, like, be like, all right, this girl, we don't think he's going to like her, but we're going to give her a four-week contract. So in week four, if she gets a rose in week four, she can come back for week five. But she's not getting she's paid, not getting paid. Anymore? That's right. Are you serious? Now, that, that could have That could have changed. This was over a decade ago. But that's how it used to work on the back. That's nuts. Isn't that wild? Yeah, this movie's really, really bad. Um, <laughs> I... I I wanted it to be better. I think it's funny. I actually wrote down Aaron Dobson, who's the writer of this film, to give her some props because Aaron did a great job with the jokes. I thought the jokes were funny. There's some bits in this movie that really kill. I think everyone gets a laugh aside from maybe Marco's character. Every other character has something they say that's legitimately funny. Um, and she's written a lot of movies for Hallmark, movies that are not funny. And I'm starting to realize that that's because Hallmark made them not funny because <laughs> she's written a lot. She writ, uh, wrote the One Winter Proposal movies. She wrote mm. Once Upon a Christmas Miracle, otherwise known as Christmas Delivered. Um, she's written a, a bunch of Hallmark movies. Um, this one is really sharp and witty, but the, sh- the, the, the movie itself is just stupid. Like, it, it's just like... There's so many better ways to have two couples than to just, it's just one eye roll after another of them finding a way to put both of them on the show. Like this character who designs these dresses, there's no world where she would do this. And then there's no world where she would stay. And then it it just seems like it's one kind of like convenience after another. And you just keep granting them all movie long until I don't care about the characters anymore. And I don't care if they fall in love or not. And lastly, the B couple, if there is such a thing in this movie is miles better than the A couple in this movie, miles better than Nash bridges and Scott, Michael Foster, the B couple, Tyana Tully and Corbin, uh, way more interesting. I would have watched a movie just about them. How about this? Make that the movie. Like, I, I don't know why we have to reinvent the wheel with this other thing. Make her wacky sidekick be her agent and have her sticking around and they fall in love on the side. Who cares? But trying to do this thing where they're both on the show, it, it's Scott Michael Foster, I don't, Dan. You're right. That's right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Bring her along or whatever. I, I don't care. But you can't do that to Nash Bridges' daughter. That's right. That's, that's right. true. That's Nash She's not Bridges just anybody. Daughter. I just never, like... I know in these movies they're not realistic, but I have to at least buy the conceit to care about the characters, and I never could get past that. And so the movies, the first 20 minutes, I was like, man, Hallmark's really doing it. And then it just con- just proceeded to continue to go straight downhill the rest of the movie. I will say that I love the chances they're taking. I love the humor they're infusing in the movies. And I'm, I have a theory that they're just trying to wean all of the viewers slowly off of the old style of doing things. That's why every few weeks they'll give you an old school one with Autumn Reeser and Andrew Walker and something that's kind of like... I think like Autumn Reeser and Andrew Walker are still going to be funny. I think, no, I well, think they're going to crush it. Their early, early preview, the trailer for the movie yes. looks hilarious. But I still think they're trying their best to slowly distance themselves from old Hallmark but doing so in a measured format. So this movie was super distanced from old Hallmark. It had jokes to spare. It just, I, like, it, it was just hard for me to care at all when it just is consistently one of the dumber, like, 
ideas that I've heard, which is unfortunate because I thought the jokes were there. But no, it's not very good. I think I said one co- snow cone. Stand by it. I think one was the right oh cone. Wow. Gosh. No creams? No, God, no. No, absolutely no. You guys don't have any creams left in this movie. You gave them to Pavey and Walker. Yeah, but I... You I, can't just, just come up with a third can, cream. You, you can't. Well... You can't. No. That's true. We I know, were bound. I know a couple guys. They have extra creams? Extra get out of town. Let's Black get to all the creams. feels. <laughs> Let's get to all the feels. Uh, we're talking about what in this movie gave us feels. Panda. They were interesting. Like, they played in an aquarium. Like, they were actually underwater. It was wild. Wow. The, the, you couldn't probably hear them very How well. How can you sing underwater? Uh, there's a, they, they're mic'd up inside their, head, inside their uh, scuba suit. Wow. I know. It was crazy. That's all the cool. music was pre-recorded, but they played it all. Okay. Did they bring their instruments down there to, like, mm-hmm. look? No, no, no. What are the other guys they doing They had down videos there? outside of them playing all the music. So well, what are the played? rest of the, the band doing down there? <laughs> they play air, air, air instruments. Okay. Seems pointless. It's I really, part of their look, man. I will, I will, pay, good money. I will yeah. pay good money to see that Well, concert. it was a sold-out show. They only allowed 18 people in. Oh, wow. You had to pay twice, and then there was a secret password at the door. Is Rick there, man? No, he's not. No, no, no. What do you mean you have to pay twice? Hey, Brando, what's up? Good news. Guy? I just got this notification. Limp Biscuit just released a new song. Yeah, they did. Were I you saw at, Fred Durst. Were you at Lollapalooza? Mustache. Oh, I was. You had to get a password in there, too. It was Incubus. <laughs> The password for Lollapalooza. Was eight, well, the, 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 the Fred Durst show, the Limp Biscuit show. Yeah, the Limp it, just, that's why there was nobody there. It's because <laughs> it was a, packed. It wasn't packed. Those you, were, most of those were you dolls. You think it was a fake, fake pictures? Yeah, I was there, Brian. <laughs> so you're telling me yeah. the pictures I that did, I've seen. I did Durst's mustache beforehand. <laughs> the pictures that I have seen they of had somebody a, else do it beforehand, and it, it was like, hey, get out of here, rookie. It's me. I'm doing it. Wow, this is... But I gave him his job back. I did it all for the rookie. <laughs> and go ahead. Go ahead. All the feels. I didn't see it coming. I should have seen it coming, but I didn't see it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll go. It was a long way. It was a long way to get there. You know what gave me feels, guys? And I know it's dumb. I know that it shouldn't have. But when he turned on the sprinklers and it created a rainbow, it gave me feels. I loved it. You guys both should both retire. No, we're not. You should retire. Even the girl. I will take you. I will take you out to. This doesn't count. Even she said this. I'll take you out. It was a sweet thought. It was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I thought that was adorable. It was adorable. That's a real golf course too. I don't know. I've never shot golf. Yep, there it is. Good talk. Well, everybody. Pan and I, if two is two against one, which means the one is a bum. Is that what that means? Two against one, the one's a bum. Yes, yep. exactly. That's how you die. That's how you die. die. Yeah. Do you have anything? Uh, yeah, the ventriloquist scene absolutely <laughs> that is a tore scene. me up. I laughed so hard when uh, they were doing the audition, and it's a ventriloquist, and only the dummy talks. It's like. They're like, it's a no from us. And he That's the best bit Hallmark stuff. Girls like, what about her? Like, come on, man. Very like, funny. that's funny. Like that, that was is... really, really funny. I, I can't laughed. believe they did that. I laughed so, so hard. God bless them. They got a real ventriloquist in there. They they did not pull any punches. They went the full nine with it. And it was great. It was really funny and I enjoyed it thoroughly. What yes. about her? Uh, let's take one more quick break. We'll come back with the wait what's and the what the Hallmark here on Tech the Hallmark. Incubus. 
Did all for the rookie. <laughs> Did all for the rookie. The you rookie. don't see it coming. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wait, what is the part of the show we talk about what in this movie made us go, wait, what? And I'll start with my good friend Panda. Panda, what you got, pal? Uh, he even said rookie early on. I, but I didn't see set the up setup. The setup was joke. so good. It was crazy. I mean, it was ridiculous. Man, you get lost uh, in his story sometimes. And, and I was. I was sitting there going, and then just. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, just, he's thinking on a different level. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Four for two. Four for two. I don't know what to say. Um, Her friend goes really hard on uh, Brie. Goes really hard on throwing her a party uh, for a deal that was never certain even remotely. Uh, And I mean, we're not talking just a little bit. She goes all in, hanging up decorations, congratulations. And that's a bold move. I just want to say that. That's a bold, that's a lot of confidence on a deal that is far it's from certain. It's especially a bold move when the meeting is to see if she can reel in investment money. Right, exactly. So, like, you know, if you're trying to get investment money, typically you're like, if you're batting 100, you're doing really well. Like, one out of, I mean, if you get one out of 10 investors to give mm-hmm. you money, like, you're crushing it. And right. She goes to this investor, and the Brie is like, oh, she's going to nail it for sure. It seemed like like it was just All the eggs in one basket. It was, it was a bold move. Mm-hmm. Um, I am still baffled as to how the show works uh and and i like i get what you're saying the behind the scenes on this brand seems like it it, they did a good job thinking that through but the show itself i don't think makes sense there's show replacements in the middle of the show all the all the time or just occasionally you have show replacements the very first episode they establish is the first episode of the season season episode one and then there's the fantasy board. It's still episode one. They've already knocked five or six people out of the first and episode. And new people goes, are coming in. And new people are coming in. I don't... What What's happening with this show? And she says they're, they're going to film it all in a week. And there's six contestants left. So basically, they got it from 10 to 4. They brought in two newbies. Right. And then that's it. Are they like two wild cards? I don't watch this stuff. I, Does that happen? It just do seemed they, very odd. Do they, with four people left, do they bring in two wild cards? It's like when um, uh, American Idol did this thing this year. I didn't watch it, but I heard like about it. Like you could it. get rescued and come back? Well, what they did this year is they, they got down to like the top 10 or whatever, and then they brought in a few people that didn't win last season because uh, the COVID season was weird, so they brought in a couple of those people, and, that, and they broke into the top 10. Like, imagine doing all that work and getting into, like, the finals of this show and being like, hey, the guys from last year that didn't win are going to hop on in here. One of the few reality shows I've ever watched was uh, Next Food Network Star. And it's because my wife loved it, and we would watch it on Sunday nights. And they had a thing. I mean, they're trying to find the the person that gets a TV contract. Right. They would get it down to four, but everyone that lost would get to go to, like, the Redemption Kitchen or some garbage dude i've been there see you it. they opened uh for black market creams not in the <laughs> not aquarium. they were outside you know, dude yeah it was free show of yeah. course yeah, yeah love offering it was winter jam situation they uh but they did a thing where with four people left they would bring the winner of the redemption kitchen which you've not seen back to have another shot to be the star which is just you like, think the redemption maddening. kitchen is just who they like the most? Yes, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's like, man, we shouldn't have let that person go early. Yeah, this let's person has this person has personality for TV. Right. So let's see if they can come yeah, back. That's in. what it boils down to. Yeah, I'm sure. So uh, I, I just don't understand that bit at all. It just is weird that they're doing auditions 
while the season is airing. Yeah, that was They on. would never do auditions while the season's airing. Right. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense. Um, the final thing is th their rule about not going near the fountains. Now, in theory, that makes sense because you want to steer clear of where there's, there's not a lot of sound. There's going to be sound issues with fountains. But we have the technology, is my understanding, right. to record around fountains and we can I can also even, hear them clear as a bell clear that that as well like i it just i don't understand well, we can hear them because it's movie magic but right but my point is in real life brand we have the technology once again i'm not i don't watch these shows but don't they just put subtitles in when the yeah, audio is yeah, not they great they, i i will say it i don't is, understand it, that it is encouraged on any set to to be as quiet as possible. So if you're sure. if you're trying to do get as good of audio as possible, don't sure. go around the fountain. But normally you have, it seems like you have maybe I don't know half the facility to actually hang out in because that's all we really see. It's of all this, water. This, yeah. it, it's, it's a really all, small facility. It's really small. It seems like you're really cutting yourself off by saying no to the fountains. Like I think you should just go ahead and set up cameras everywhere, like they do at oh I don't know every. One of those, like, yes. it, like if you go to Big Brother, isn't like you can watch it live right now. You can watch it right now, boy. Big Brother just gets so much play on this podcast. <laughs> I don't understand it, <laughs> and not just the the show. It's that you can watch it right now. We like, I swear, we tell people <laughs> that you can watch Big Brother <laughs> right now way more than we ever should. We get you no know, money for that. You know what's great about it? I've never seen Big Me, Brother. Me <laughs> But we so you can watch it right now. Working somewhere. You can watch it right now. Yeah. That's, that's all the I got. thing about it. Um, I only got a couple. Um, one is, I, I just want, like, if you, the, the host of this TV show is also in charge. I, I don't know. But um, she w wants to get rid of um, Haley. Wants to get rid of Haley. Right. Yes. And so she calls up to... The other lady whose job I'm not sure of, but she's going to make the hearts, essentially. Yeah. And so she's just like, hey, turn to channel two on your radio. You know what I'm doing if I have a radio? I'm also, I'm also turning to channel I two. want that T. Like yes. you, you don't like if if I hear that, turn to the secret password channel. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> what? You, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's just not the best way to keep things a secret. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to tell a secret yeah. on channel two. Everyone listening, channel don't two. Don't go to two. Don't do it. I'm telling secrets. Secrets. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing in the world. <laughs> That's terrible. That was my biggest one. This <laughs> movie does. Uh, a very long setup for making it possible for Haley to end this movie in a spacesuit, and I don't I, understand that's my why. Way, that's my what the hallmark. This movie's yeah, well, she did it because she's allergic to right. the horse. That's the the entire what they go throughout the entire she movie. The she doesn't want to touch the, the horse. Bit. You didn't know that, but you didn't get that from just watching the film. No, I. I mean, you were just giving clearly, away creams. You're just giving them away. You weren't watching. You weren't watching. But just get back to what you're You were confused. Of all the ways you could have set that up, a spacesuit? She had to find something. I don't know where she found it. I don't I, know where I, they had I, that in the prop I, closet. I, but I just, this movie is. She's really allergic to horses. This movie is one long setup to make it possible for the a lead in this movie to end in a spacesuit. Yep, and that's it. That, that, I, yep. I just couldn't believe 
that the whole point of telling us that she's allergic to horses is so that she'll end up in a spacesuit. I don't know why I liked it, but it did make me say, wait, what? Like the whole reason you've written this in is well, because I don't space know if that's the case funny. or not because a lot of this movie seems to be very conven convenient. Like it's really more how do we get her on separate private dates with this producer, director, showrunner. It's it's not so like. But what I'm saying is, this with, is how do we get her in the spacesuit we just bought? I think she they were the, whoever's writing it or whoever's structuring it said, how do we get her to not? They'll go on a double date, and then she can't go. What do you mean she can't go? Well, they'll do horseback riding. Classic. She's allergic to horses, and so then they keep narrowing it down, and that and ends they up painted with space themselves suit. in the corner. And the corner is she has to wear something that covers her whole body. Spacesuit, we got it in the closet. That's what happened. I don't think they started with let's put her in a spacesuit. I think they continued I to think make bad story decisions. Everything always starts with spacesuit. <laughs> in my experience, it and always starts with spacesuit. Every space time suit. they can't pull it off, they're like, no, we're not no, going to get there this year. Not, not going to get there this year. Mm -hmm. Maybe next they did year. It. They got it. I'm very happy. Yeah. Uh, Dan? Um, there's a lot more about the show. Can we talk about the host of this show who. Vanessa? Uh, is that her name? Se seemingly is the host executive producer, producer, showrunner, director, and all in all just king boss of the universe because <laughs> she fires the showrunner. Yes. The host does. Can you imagine like Jeff from Survivor just firing Mark Burnett? Who's well, she says she's executive producer. So she still can't, anyone like that, she doesn't have unilateral power to make all these decisions because then she just hires the next guy and then she makes a commercial. I don't know how she did this. She makes a commercial that uses all of Bree's audio yeah. and doesn't tell anyone else about it. Like there's a guy who sits in a chair called showrunner and he is not running the show. She's running the show. And, and I, I don't, uh, the the thing that she put together of Brie is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that the the girl who also found the stuff about uh, Haley, you see is her helping her is helping her. Yeah. She shows up and says, "Hey, but I got to show the you." Director, this. showrunner, and assistant director, none of them know about any of. So them. showrunners are big deals. Yeah, the whoever whoever the next person in the chair. Holy smokes! I thought showrunner. Hear me out. For years, until literally this moment, I thought showrunner was like the person that ran and got coffee for the show cast members. Oh, no, that's, like a, that's were, as big a mistake as Nash Bridges. Like, that legitimately I, I is, didn't get it until showrunner, they run yeah. the show. Like, Aaron Sorkin. So you thought when we had league. Mike DeCenzo on multiple times and we said he was the showrunner show of The Tonight Show, you thought we had the coffee runner? Yeah, I thought he would just hang out with the crew and just, You thought like, we got the some. guy who got Jimmy Fallon coffee on here to talk? Show just hang out. I mean, it's a big deal. I mean, that's a, you, get to, you get to hobnob. You get to hobnob. He is Holy a big hobnobber. No, showrunners oh, are a wow. huge deal. And the guy sitting in that chair literally doesn't ever get to make any decision of any kind. And he's the showrunner. He's the guy that runs the show. Like it does that that no wow doesn't make any sense. At one point, huh. when uh, Bree and Marco are on the horses and they decide to take off, uh, they say, uh, "Hold, we're reloading." Are they using film? <laughs> are they using film? And I could be dead wrong. I don't make TV shows, but if you say we're reloading, that means you're loading film into a camera in 2021 on a reality show. Maybe they're well, re could reloading. Could be reloading uh, 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 windows. Could be reloading windows outside on the horses. They well, could. They could be uh, switching out uh, memory. Switching out memory cards. Yeah, reloading you think the memory. Too, too much memory. They just started the day. 
too much memory. You don't know how when they what they've been filming. It day. just seems like it's a, a, a long shot, but or we, reloading battery. I have to dig, lots of things. I have to that. dig in um, a little bit on uh, what we did find out the day are that horses are faster than golf carts. Race horses, yes, race horses going at full speed, forty plus miles an hour. Horses for leisure activity. On their fullest gallop, high 20s. That's what a golf cart goes. And those two are not going at full speed. There is no world where those golf carts, they're already in the golf cart. Why are they not driving after them? The average top speed of a typical golf cart is 12 to 14 miles. 25 miles an hour. I looked it up. It's what the top Google says. I Googled it. It said 25 miles an hour. Uh, My Google skills say 12 to 14. (laughs) How... Fast. Now, electric yes, golf carts. Electric. It's not gas powered. They're using electric golf carts. That's what they're using. They charge up on a battery. I don't know what to say. Yeah. Go, well, it's just say what Google says, which is 25 miles an hour. The standard version of an electric golf cart produces enough power to go 12 to 14 miles per hour. This set. I just looked it up. How fast F- can golf carts go? Electric golf carts. I am carts. seeing multiple pages say 12 to 14. I've seen one. Electric golf carts are the fastest on the market. They have a top speed of 25 miles per hour, and gasoline golf carts usually have a top speed of 19 miles per hour. That is exactly what it says when you Google it. Electric golf carts can go 25 miles an hour. And here's the thing. Horses. Keep in mind that even good golf carts can't go fast enough, faster than 25 miles. 25 is the okay. fastest at the top. Well, best are you, brand no, no, no. Are you incorrect. ready for this? Incorrect. There's a guy Friday at Darlington Dragway in Hartsville, <laughs> South Carolina. He drove a it's golf cart, went friend. 118 miles yeah. per hour. Look at that. But here's Well, that thing. would that, that can beat a horse, I, I need, right? I, I need yeah, to be, that can beat a horse. I need to be very clear about something else, though. Horses can go at their top speed for 20 seconds. That's it. 20 seconds. And after that, they have to slow down. We also don't know the the charge of the... uh, Yeah, but to say that those two horses just burned it away from a golf cart is just absurd. Those horses aren't designed to go I think you're giving too much credit to the golf cart and not enough to the horse. Respect the horse. They call it horsepower for a reason, Dan. Do we need to get into the horsepower argument again? You're the one that thinks they shouldn't call it horsepower, so you respect the horse. I don't think they should call it horsepower because it's deceiving. But that golf cart can book it. I am. Maybe they have one of those. Look at that. Look at how. Look at that. They're so confident in the line. They come back to it later. That horse can't do that. No, that horse can't. That horse can't do that. That horse can't do that. That's a fast. Any day of the week, that golf cart wins. Is that there are twice on Sunday? There are way more scenarios where a golf cart. Can keep literally up. any time, no matter how many times that, that golf cart will win. Yeah, not even twice. Twice on any day, <laughs> three times, four times doesn't. All matter. I'm saying <laughs> is, is the horses that they have on the island of Hawaii that they're on the back of. There are way more scenarios where the golf cart's faster than the horse is faster. That's all I'm saying. I don't know, man. Man, why are horses so lame? I think you're getting a lot of pushback. Just the worst. I think you're getting a lot of pushback from horse people. Yeah, I know. Well, what's great is is in our Facebook group, Michael Killen. <laughs> Is a producer of television shows and a horse, horse is a horse guy. Yeah, this is what I'll ask you, Michael. So I feel pretty good about where I stand. Michael, <laughs> would you, um, on any given day, would you rather, if you're trying to get somewhere quickly, golf cart or horse? There's a lot more that needs to be said there. Then say it. How long is the journey? Uh, down the road. Down the road? Down yeah. the road. What do you mean down the road? Spinks. 
Spinks? Spinks. I'd rather have a golf cart. Here's the thing: is the horses that go fast are race horses. They're just they're. I don't want bred. them to go fast. Uh, fast. I just wanted to go faster than the golf cart. Just a standard gallop, <laughs> wallop, smallop, whatever it's called. Smallop? It's not smallop. What's this? Gallop. Gallop. Is, <laughs> gallop is actually the fastest speed. Yeah. A gallop is fast. Gallop no, is the you, fastest. You want a jaunt? You want a trot? I want a you want jaunt. a trot? I want a trotter. A trot is about 11 miles an hour. I looked it up. Which is about as fast as a golf no, cart. No, a golf cart's 25. Again, I think you looked up one website. If you go, no, if you look up lots of websites, carts. which how many websites did you go to? I went to several. How many? It doesn't matter how many look, websites just, I went can, to. Can you just take electric did golf you carts see any, can go 25 Did you see miles any that said 12 to 14? No, none. Then why, none. Did I, why did all mine pull up 12 to 14, Dan? Know, how'd you Google the, it? I, I Googled, how fast do electric golf carts go? I Google a how, standard. Ver, this is the top Google. How fast can golf carts go? Jeez. I got so mine says twenty five on the, the top. One. What's yours say? This is wild because how fast can golf carts go? Yes. Uh, I put average speed of electric golf cart. I get twelve to fourteen average miles. Average speed. Yes. Average speed. Absolutely. Talking the keep fastest. In mind, yeah. Keep in mind that even good golf carts won't go faster than twenty five yes. miles per hour. Correct. Yeah. They're but governed. Weird they're governed at twenty five. Right. But what, but what this is saying is, so you, the average golf cart is 12 to 14. No, what I'm telling you is, is the fastest a horse for leisure will go can only go that fast for a few seconds. And that speed is far lower than the speed of a race horse. What you a told me cart- is you said a trot is 11 miles per hour for a horse. The average speed is a 12 to 14, which would prove my it's point. It's right around the same thing. Yeah, so they can keep up. Horses aren't faster than golf carts. But horses are more enjoyable. There you go. Okay, so you proved my point. And then no, I think enjoyable. the point is still... <laughs> Uh, I think the point's still out there to be found. No, no, no. Hear me out. What's fast? Okay, here, you here's a question. You better for me than the, I do. The point. You nailed it. What's the faster, point? horse in a golf cart? Oh, yeah. Or a, a golf, golf cart, cart on, on a horse. horse. Oh. oh, try to. Yeah. A golf, a golf cart, cart on a horse. Horses aren't bothered by weight. <laughs> Horses aren't bothered by weight. They can handle that. A golf cart. That, that electric. That bad boy is that ele- a wheelie and it can't go. It's like. <laughs> The horse that's is the like the, that's both the horse and like the golf little... cart. The golf cart. Yeah. The golf cart's got that's the motor. The golf cart's got a. It's like I can't do. I can't handle this. I the horse is like it. this so is a Tuesday. You guys have said horse so many times. Your horse. rating is gonna change. Horse rig. Horse. Did you have more weight? What's? Uh, no, I know that's it. That's what the hallmark. You. Everybody, this is part of the show. We talk about uh, things we still want to know about panda. <laughs> Did it all for the rookie. <laughs> Rig gets me sometimes. It's just my favorite. Tuesday um, episodes are a lost cause. What? <laughs> got a lot to talk. You say that about the Friday episode. Yeah, well, I'm saying these ones are the longest because yeah. we just get, we get we got a lot to talk about. Where are we? We're oh, at yeah. 50 minutes. Holy cow! Uh, real quick, that uh, golf cart argument took 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that was really something, and uh, it mattered. It, uh, it did. Bran argued himself into no, being wrong. I, I still it was think. Wonderful. I still think what we're trying. I think we're saying the same thing. D- did they ever establish? And I might have just missed it. And I think I probably did. Uh, and that's on me if I did. What whatever happens to Scott Michael Frazier? He said he quit. Yeah, but what's he going to do now? Scott Michael Foster. <laughs> Scott Michael Frazier. They named him after Frazier. <laughs> yeah. Niles Crane and Frazier. Uh, he says early on he had dreams of doing something else, but then got sidetracked yeah, with the this. Documentary. What he said. The yeah, documentary. documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentary which show. Which is mine. I'll just skip you, which is mine. Centurion, the documentary, that was what he wanted to do, which is we get a bunch of people that are over 100. 
and we interview them. Now, two things. One is, I would be very interested in hearing what someone over 100 had to say about anything they wanted to talk about because I think it's fascinating. Yes. Two, it, no one would watch that. It would not be you don't think fascinating. A docu- in the documentary TV. world? Uh, I don't th- think There's so. all sorts of people the, who the, are... The, 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 Tr- actually getting enough of those together would be re- way tougher than I think. But, bro, I, Alonzo posted one about, like, I don't know, there was a documentary about a, a really city. made an impact on it, you. Well, it's like the city council people. And like it was city just, states? Like in Florence? No, no, no. It was like Boston or something, and everyone just sat around in a city hall meeting for four hours or something, and Alonzo posted, and he said it was, like, really impactful. If there's people watching that... I can't see why you wouldn't watch the century. I don't know the details. Alonzo's offended by what you said. I don't know the details. Alonzo has already four corrections he's texted (laughs) in. I guarantee I will tell you that the idea of hearing from someone over 100 is fascinating. The idea of compiling enough of these to turn it into a show would never get off the ground. I would encourage you to lower it to like 75. The amount of people that are over 100... That, that you can get that are able to articulate still very well yeah, what happened the stories 50, of their life. years ago. That, I, that, you tough. narrow it. You limit yeah. that a lot. Whereas if you're over 80, you can't call it Centurion, which is a bad name anyway, you, then, you, then you, you're good to go. I just have a lot of questions about his show, which is what he's going to do now. That's what what if you did Centurion group of people over 100 dressed, dressed in Centurion like Roman they're soldiers? Just, they're crumbling under the weight <laughs> of like the helmet and the garb. <laughs> He's just, just mean spirited. Respect your elders for the love. I'd watch that though, right? Alonzo's still mad. He's mad at you. Rightfully so. Uh, my biggest what the my biggest what the hallmark. Um, the girl, um, her name was Victoria. The girl, uh, the showrunner, her name is Emily. Victoria is the villain oh, yeah. of the season. She storms off. I believe she makes a deal uh, with Haley because Haley's like, hey, if you storm off, you'll get next season's yeah. show. Yeah. And so next season, they have the villain of this current being season being the bachelorette. That's I right. want to know how that goes. How does she, like, how does she handle that? And does she find love? Those are mm. my questions. Uh, we did it, everybody. Congratulations. Yay. It's time for the double decker of the week. It's where we talk about somebody that, uh, signed up for Bramble jam. Plus we call them double deckers and paint it as a deep dive on one of them each and every week using Google plus Melanie Ruther. Yeah. Melanie, Melanie Ruther. Melanie's big time. She works for Ray band. Uh, the, the sunglass company, Ray band with a D at the end. Y- yeah. Ray Band. Mm. Yeah, what? Knew something fishy was up. Uh, Ray Band. Uh, it's a sunglass <laughs> company. Uh, you might have heard of it. Uh, anyway, they uh, she's uh, really doing great job uh, pushing the sunglass industry forward with a brand new uh, set of Ray Bands for babies. And I love it. Okay. What is a Ray Band sunglass? Uh, uh, they're sunglasses. Standard sunglasses. They don't do anything else weird. So no, it's not, no. It's, but it's it's not Ray-Ban, the company. No, 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 no. Ray-Bans. Okay. Bands around the head, sunglasses, full on, for babies. Wait a minute. It, are there any frames or is it just a band around the head that just has something like a lens up here? Yeah, yeah. You get it. No. You no those sound like goggles. <laughs> Uh, you you could call them that, but that's I wouldn't because are this they, is brand name. You don't call Ray Bands Bands uh, sunglasses. You call them Ray. You called Ray Band sunglasses. Uh, yeah, but that's because they're that not as good sounds, as Ray Bands. But that sounds like. But so so wait, are these sunglasses for babies? Yes, they are. But they're goggles. Uh, uh, 
Well, There's if you no want to call him here, no frame. It's a goggle. <laughs> Whatever you want to call him. Anyway, it's changing the industry. I don't think so. New new brand. Uh, you'll love them. Melanie has been. Uh, would you buy? For this would you a buy a? Time. Would you buy? A, I don't know enough still. Okay, okay. About this, the this, usage. They have them for adults. What's they the, have them for babies called rabies. You'll love them. The baby version of a ray band is called a, a rabies. Yes. And what's ray the, band for, for babies? Rabies. What is the point? Shield your baby's eyes from the sun. But once again, and I want to be very clear. You started with their sunglasses. Yes. Then you said you call them whatever they want, whatever you want. You can call them. You can call them goggles if you want to be funny about it. But I'm not being funny. It's they're a band. All, Hear me out. Okay, but imagine it. It's a band, and it protects you from the sun rays. Ray right. band. Melanie waited a long time for this. Right. <laughs> I, I I think it checks out. If you keep doing this, we know what a it's head a band, is. But it's a band that goes around the head for babies. Little band for babies, rabies. It works perfectly. <laughs> Head of marketing, Dan. <laughs> so her name's Tammy Philo. Guys, we'll be back tomorrow with another good episode. They give her the, they they give the, the whole, whole thing. And tell them that we'd be the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Incubus. Check the Hallmarks of Bramble Jam podcast. It's presented by Philo TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. Set decor is by Plum at Haywood Mall. For more information on Deck the Hallmark, you can go to deckthehallmark.com. For more information on Bramble Jam podcast network, you can go to bramblejampodcast.com.